Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, just this. Out in the street there is violence, and then the lot of work to be done. Welcome back, everybody. And yes, that was uh, kind of an accident, but kind of poignant at the same time. I did do about five or six different iterations of the beginning and the intro with all different voices, and I was not happy with any of them. So I just decided, hey, let's just put them all together, throw them all together in a big cancel out each other cancel culture stew. Not cancel culture, but there was one voice in there. There was a person that was canceled and you probably can't tell who it is, or maybe you can if you've got an astute ear, but uh, all the noise canceled them out. And yes, that does bring us into what we're going to be talking about today, which is cutting through the noise, because that is something that is really a talent and highly coveted skill that you can develop in any field, but especially as an artist. I was with uh, Ariel Cohen and Debbie Corbell and uh, Ariel's friend Robin Walker, I believe was his name. And we were all meeting in Debbie's studio, checking out her new studio space up in 
the Valley here in Los Angeles. And beautiful studio, wonderful work as always. Debbie's been on the podcast. You can listen to her episode early on. And she always does great work. But we were talking for a while, sitting down after looking at her work, and we were talking about a bunch of stuff. But one thing that popped up to me as we were talking, which we all kind of agreed on, was cutting through the noise. And cutting through the noise can mean a lot of different things. But just on a general level, for anybody who's listening to this, you might not even be an artist. You could be a creative, you could be a collector, you could be just an art enthusiast, or you could just be a person who stumbled onto this podcast and thought it was about... Uh, cooking or something. (laughs) I don't know why you would, but hey, it happens. But what is this noise that you speak of, Preston? Well, I'll tell you. The noise is basically omnipresent or ubiquitous in our culture these days, right? I mean, you've got 24-hour news cycles. You got political bullshit from every angle. You've got arguing on all sides of the political spectrum. You've got social media madness. You've got people screaming about the latest thing that they're angry about. You've also got a lot of good things. But there's a lot of noise. There's noise in the art world. There's noise in the acting world. There's noise in the political world. There's noise in the educational world. It's everywhere. So it's kind of hard these days to filter through that and stay focused. And that's really what we're talking about when we're talking about cutting through the noise. It's really about being able to have that laser focus in on what you're doing. And it can also mean that, you know, the noise can also be something that's a distraction, of course, on a very basic level. It's just pulling your attention from here to here to here. Oh, this is going on. Oh, this is going on. Oh my God, I got this notification on my phone. What is happening in the world? You know, it, that's pulling your attention. It's a distraction. Of course, that is one aspect of it. But another aspect of the noise is everybody's opinion, right? Everybody's got an opinion these days. It's a strong opinion, typically. Uh, A lot of times it's coming from a person who has no experience, but they have like the strongest opinion on the planet. I don't know how that works, but it happens. But then you've got other people who do know what they're talking about, and they're giving you an opinion. Uh, It's kind of hard to know who to listen to, or should you listen to any of them, or should you just pave your own path and just go your own way? That is the question when you come down to it. It is a paradox of choice, really, when you've got all these options, like what do you choose to, you know, devote your time to and listen to and apply to and put into practice? Sometimes, you know, when I'm feeling it, I'm trying to get all these answers, I can go down a rabbit hole and listen to a whole bunch of podcasts and get a bunch of audiobooks or just go on YouTube and go down that whole other separate rabbit hole or just get on Google and find all these things. And sometimes, yeah, you find something, it'll spark some interest, and then it takes you down this whole other path. And it's a little bit of a distraction. And then you get into this and all of a sudden you don't even know why you got onto this. But even if you did just stick to what you were looking for, what you were searching for, an answer you were searching for, it is a paradox of choice because there's so many options out there. So what do you do, right? Is it just one of those things where you lock yourself in a room and you shut off your phone and you stay away from the computer and the TV and, you know, you go into a kind of like sweat lodge where you have, have a vision and then follow that vision. Well, you can do that. You can, uh, you can do a, a peyote tent or a, you know, a sweat lodge or whatever it is. You can do a sensory deprivation chamber or you can meditate, whatever it is. But this is one of the reasons why one of the voices that I had at the beginning was our buddy Eckhart Tolle, because really it's about almost sinking into yourself, sink in to yourself, into your own being, and feel the isness of it all, <laughs> the isness, whatever. You get what I'm saying. He would say to quiet the mind, you know, get in touch with the body, 
Get in touch with who you are at your essence and don't listen to all this extraneous bullshit. Now, I know that's almost impossible nowadays. And I know this whole paradox of choice is not just with like options of what to do, but you also have this noise that is like people telling you, like so-called experts telling you, this is the way that you make it as an artist, or this is the way you make it in this industry. And this is the only way. And you have to go through these, you got to jump through these hoops, you got to pay your dues in this way. And you know, if that were true, we wouldn't have these people who completely revolutionized every single industry by forging their own path and thinking outside of the box and not going to college or dropping out of college when everybody says, oh, you have to have a college degree to do this or you have to first intern at this place. You get the idea. Sometimes it's about trusting yourself more than the noise. So I'm rambling, but how do you do that? How do you get to trust yourself? Well, there's a couple options that I'm going to give you that I think that are interesting. And these are just things that like I do and that I think work really well to cut through the noise and this paradox of choice. The first one is just very simple. And you're going to be like, really? That's it? That's why I listen to this podcast? Well, I'm going to tell you, it might seem simplistic, but it's a crackerjack method. And that is to focus on the work Focus on the day-to-day. Focus on the step-by-step, almost like an alcoholic when they do the 12-step program. You know, just take it a day at a time. Take it a step at a time. Take it a task at a time. When you really focus on each task, and yes, give your presence to each task, as we've talked about in many episodes, if you do that, it not only does the work and the quality of every single thing you're doing go up, but it also forces you to get laser focused, like you have blinders on and you don't hear this noise as much. Obviously, turn off your phone or put it on vibrate or, you know, hide it in a drawer if you're listening to music so you can't see the notifications. Turn off the notifications if you get them on your screen so you're not getting distracted all the time. That's one way to cut through the obvious noise and focus on your tasks at hand. But how do you also focus on cutting through the noise of quote-unquote so-called experts and what they tell you to do. And some of this advice that may actually end up leading you astray, even if it's from somebody who really knows what they're talking about. Because you can really know what you're talking about and not have the right advice for every single person on the planet. What works for one person or what worked for this expert in the past is not going to work for you. So what I like to do is I like to dig deep and kind of go inside But in a weird way, while going inside, go outside of yourself. So you're going inside to get to that real essence, what you really feel deep down in your core, but also by accessing a part of you that is objective. You can find a mentor that you have or a teacher who you have who's not actually your physical teacher. Like I would use Eckhart Tolle as an example here, or maybe like as a tech person, it might be Steve Jobs or something. This person does not have to be living. You go and you physically sit down at your computer and you start writing an email or you just can do this mentally if you're strong enough at visualization but sometimes getting it down or like actually scribbling it down on a notepad is powerful too because you're physically engaging the body and the brain hitting it mechanistically as well as internally and and psychologically so you write a note or you write an email to this person you know as if you were actually reaching out to them and asking them a question or you have a problem and you need a solution to it and you write the question And then you go about answering it as if you were this person. And you'll find that when you do that, it forces you to be able to get into a state of objectivity 
that you might not have before because you're fighting all this noise that's coming at you from all these different places. You're dealing with this limited experience that you have. You're also dealing with the program that you have in your brain and in your body from years and decades of being programmed by society and by your upbringing and conditioning from your families and blah, 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 so on and so forth. You, it's hard to fight free from that. And not everybody has a mentor you know, at their fingertips. So this is a good way of getting you to put yourself into this other mentor's shoes and step out of yourself momentarily and be objective, but also tap into that inner truth that you have inside of you. And I think you'll be surprised at some of the answers you'll give, like answering as that person. Sometimes you don't even have to finish the email or the question and you've already got the answer. So this is something that's interesting. I've talked to a couple of people about this. I think it's you know, it works from like a therapy standpoint as well. It works from uh, an entrepreneurial standpoint. I think it really works for artists and um, anybody who's trying to do something creative or get creative answers to your questions. I think this really works. And I would say it might sound like a stupid exercise, but try it sometime. If you're finding yourself getting stuck into, uh, you know, the same path or the same routine or rhythm where you can't get outside of it. And you've got all this noise in your head of your internal voice, the internal critic, and you've got all this noise of all these people, so-called experts, social media, news, you know, gurus out there, everybody trying to tell you what to do and what to focus on. Try doing this because it's a practice that works your ability to problem solve, but it also works your ability to be into a meditative state and to kind of tap into your inner resources. I think that's a really interesting one. Um, And also, like I said, the work, just do the work. If you can go and focus on just creating art, like let's say you give yourself a challenge to just create 30 pieces this month. And maybe, you know, maybe you're a really hardcore, super realistic painter and that's just not physically possible. Okay, whatever it is for you, three pieces, four pieces, something that's going to keep you working most of the time on your art and building your body of work, that's going to give you a lot of time to be meditative while you're doing that. And that's also going to force your mind to wander in a flow state, which is going to tap into different resources as well, like this exercise does, where you're almost tapping into something that's outside of yourself while simultaneously being inside of yourself. I know it sounds like a paradox, but I've had it happen with me many times. So I think these two exercises are really good at getting you to physically and mentally cut through that noise and find some inner truth and and tap into that inner voice. So let me know what you think about this. Let me know if you have some other options or some other tactics that work for you. But I really think that a lot of times in life, taking this even a step further and, you know, zooming out a bit more. I think a lot of people get so caught up in stuff. This makes me so angry that this happens in the art world. Even stepping out of yourself and going like, is this true? And questioning yourself, questioning your beliefs, like, because I'm saying this to myself over and over again, does that really make it true? And can I find some instances where this is to the contrary? Because I think that also allows you to just kind of drop this inner dialogue you have going on and this inner baggage that kind of keeps you stuck in a rut. And that's also noise. You can be giving yourself your own mental noise. So these are all powerful resources and I hope it's something that you can apply to your life. I hope there's a couple nuggets in here that you can use. And if not, well, hey, there'll be another episode and hopefully there'll be something in there for you. Got some really good interviews coming up, some interesting uh, professional insiders into the art world who are coming up pretty soon. So stay tuned for that. But hopefully you're having a good week and hopefully you're creating and you're enjoying your time as an artist. Be good to everybody out there. Be good to yourselves. And I will talk to you next time on The Living Artist.
Bye bye. Finally, it is me alone who can now share with you the truth. Son of a bitch. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.